In-Depth Radio, The Jerry Agar Show. Now, it's time for the 908 Commentary. So I'm going to tell you the story of me and the drag queens, and uh, there's a reason for this uh, beyond just hopefully you like the story. By the way, uh, when I get to the punchline of the first part of the story, it's faintly risque, it just depending on who's with you, uh, just telling you ahead of time. But I, I brought it up because I, I learned a term today, offense by proxy. And I think there's way too much of that going on in society today. And I encountered it about 20 years ago. And here's what happened. We had a guy who used to come on the show, and he um, he just came in looking like he would always look in jeans and T-shirts. But he told us that actually his hobby was that he was a drag queen entertainer. He would dress up as a woman, and he did... Uh, I forget which entertainer he did because there was a whole bunch of them. And they were doing a show at a club, and they asked me to emcee it. And I thought, okay. And I think they were trying to do a bit of sort of um, counter-programming, so to speak. Like, let's have this conservative guy come in and, and uh, do the show. Well, I wanted the audience. To, you need the audience on your side when you're emceeing something like that. So I showed up and went to this club, and I, I never knew what that club was. It was in a strip mall where there was a comedy club that I used to do some stuff. And, uh, it, and the club was called Ain't Nobody's Business. And it didn't appear to have a door. And I couldn't understand how that worked, and I, but I never really asked about it. So that's where the show was, and they told me where to go and park around behind and come in and introduce yourself. And uh, it turned out that it was a, a lesbian bar, and the clientele was mostly upscale and not out necessarily. So you might have a woman who's an executive at a bank and didn't tell everybody that she was gay. And so what she'd do is she'd go over to the strip mall. She could go around and park behind the thing. And the only people who would see her going into the club were the people she was going in with, the people she met there. And, and so it was a comfortable place for them to be. And I said, when I get up there, I've always been confused by this place. And then I realized it's a lesbian bar, no entry. And they thought that was funny. And they laughed. And then so I thought, okay, that worked. So a couple of nights later, I was, work, I was emceeing a show at the comedy club in the same strip mall. And I, I set this up. Have you ever wondered about it? And I told the joke. And some people laughed. And then the whole comedy thing came to a stop because two women in the audience decided to be thoroughly offended by what I had just said. And presaging why I would do better in talk radio than comedy, I said, are you gay? They said, no. I said, well, the lesbians like the joke, so shut up, <laughs> which works better on talk radio than it does in a comedy club, uh, uh, hence the career. But here's my point. Well, why are they being offended on behalf of somebody else who wasn't offended? And there's actually a term for it. It's called offense by proxy. It's narcissistic virtue signaling. And we see a lot of it. We see it with people who get all bent out of shape by cultural uh, appropriation. And, and we've got white people saying you can't appropriate the culture of the, this black person or this Asian person. Why don't we wait for the person who's supposedly offended to be offended? There was a great example of this recently as I was reading up on the phenomenon this morning of a young lady got called up on the stage by Madonna. And Madonna was goofing around with her during the course of the show. And I think this happened by accident, but Madonna, whatever it was she was trying to do, ended up uh, pulling the wo young woman's top down a little bit and exposed one of her breasts. And people just on social media attacked Madonna until the young lady came into the, the mix and said, Nobody has a right to be offended by this and my supposed embarrassment uh, th other than me. I'll decide whether or not 
I'm upset, embarrassed, misused. Then if you want to support me, go ahead. But we get too much of this. And I would say, as the white guy on the radio, too much of it from white people who are coming at this. And if you're one of those people who gets offended on behalf of all the other cultures in the world, get over yourself. Stop insisting that minorities need your protection and would really, really want it if only they knew better. There's a condescending kind of aspect to this. And you have a right to your own feelings. But feelings do not confer upon you extra rights to suddenly start managing everybody else's life. I find that, that most of the people who are upset about uh, Indian sports names are white people. The Seminole Nation in Florida told the uh, Florida State University, they sent them a letter, please don't change the name of the Florida Seminoles. It's up to them to decide whether or not they're offended. But I'm sure we'll be reporting on another story where somebody's offended on behalf of other people soon enough.